sometimes you got to bite the bullet. It's yep. hard. You got to bite your tongue and say, I'm not going to talk back to this nurse manager, even though I really want to, because I know mm-hmm. 10 times more than he or she does. I'm going to fix my resting bitch face. <laughs> Hey everybody, welcome to Travel Nurse Insiders, episode 5. Wow. Uh, I know it. I'm Mark Holloway, this is Ann Hubert. Mm-hmm. Moving right along here on these, aren't we? Yeah. It's taking off. I'm excited yeah. about this. It's, Living the um, dream. Yeah, what's really cool is that when I look back and see, because I can see stats on this stuff, it's crazy that people are actually kind of watching or listening to, gosh, I've just got to get the terminology right, <laughs> listening to every episode, like in order, which is cool. It's kind of the way it's yeah. supposed to be, and mm-hmm. hopefully... Hopefully, you've mixed these up enough that you know it's not like the same crap every time. I'm trying yeah. to I'm trying to go from like numbers and and pay to you know fun stuff to mm-hmm. you know social topics and whatever. So I mean, I think we did a pretty good job. I'm patting myself on the back. Clearly, you are <laughs> patting us. What's new? Oh, jeez, <laughs> man. <laughs> I, but this is kind of I mean, it's, it's this is new for us, right? Yeah. This whole idea of doing a podcast and just sitting there. You know, talking. We don't practice the stuff. We put a couple of notes down of things we want to cover so we don't forget. Mm-hmm. But for the most part, it's just free flow, Martin. Yeah, twenty, I guess, twenty-five years between us of, of travel nurse recruiting, and mm-hmm. so it's uh, you know, there's a lot to be said there. Yeah. So today's episode, I want to talk about being terminated, and what I mean by this is I don't want to talk about. I have another whole episode planned about. I want to talk to, to travelers specifically about not feeling bad when they get terminated because that's a real thing and there's a whole bunch of reasons why. Mm-hmm. And we have some really good friends of ours we've known that are phenomenal nurses yep. that have gotten terminated and they, they struggle with it because they're like, my gosh, I'm being terminated and you know what's wrong with me? Yeah. Different episode. Um, so I want to kind of stay away from that. Today I want to talk about you know why people are terminated and, and, and how to avoid it and, and just the repercussions regardless of whose fault, quote unquote, it is, and, and really kind of move into move away from the that concept because yeah. I got a good one for that one but I'm going to yeah. spread that out a little bit so being terminated sucks right that's all mm-hmm. there is to it um, there's a ton of different reasons why nurses are being terminated right now yep <laughs> right mm-hmm. um, I, I think the biggest one you, you tell me what you think you actually you know recruit a lot more than I do so what is the number one reason that you kind of see that nurses are I should say nurses but travelers are, are terminated um, attitude, mm-hmm. honestly, and and that could be either thing. It, that could be kind of a know-it-all attitude versus a they have a wrong. They have a well, travelers aren't always treated very well. They're not very welcomed sometimes, yeah. and so some take that easier than others. And so when you say attitude, you don't necessarily mean that the nurse or the traveler has a bad attitude. It could no. be their attitude is perceived as bad sure right yeah but I do mean sometimes they do have bad attitudes they maybe a CNA rubbed them the wrong way or they feel like they're getting all of the hard patients on the floor all by themselves and then they they don't take that very well and so they react you know to that that yeah I I think to plan that I think that when when a manager hires a traveler they kind of expect you know the most perfect pristine man or woman to come walking in there and everything's great and sometimes yeah. travelers have a chip on their shoulder right they've been yeah. burned before let's be honest there's lots of issues with traveling mm-hmm. and there are some people who are good friends of mine and yours yep that are kind of bitter <laughs> yeah right and Very much they, so. they will admit to that yep. that they're bitter and 
they're they're they can be they'll say I'm I'm you know I'll walk in I won't take any shit from anybody that kind of thing and I, yep. and I always kind of go oh, I don't know if that's the right attitude to have <laughs> no. as a traveler you've earned it yeah don't make any I'm not I'm not you know I'm not uh, judging it that way but yeah I mean attitude is definitely one of them and I, I, we could we could talk about this for a while but yep it is how do, how would you like to be a 20 year labor and delivery nurse and walk into a unit where some, and I'm just being sexist because most labor and delivery nurses are in fact women, yeah. some young gal who knows literally you know, one fourth of what, yeah. of what you know is, is the manager and she's got something that's just, just bad, bad management, right? Or doesn't know half what you know. There's sometimes a, an instant conflict, right? Between those kinds of people. Right. And I could certainly understand how that would be incredibly frustrating. I've already said before in a lot of things I've done that are on this podcast that working for people that are um, not great bosses, so to speak, oh my God, yeah. is really frustrating. So your attitude can come through on that well, big time. And just in general in the workforce, just speaking as a woman, it's not always easy to work for another woman. Women can be, we're just not very nice and kind to each other in the workplace. Unfortunately, we're not supportive of We've each other. We've had this conversation before and it kind of, that always surprises me. And, yeah. I, and the more I, you have that conversation with me, the more I actually see it. Mm-hmm. It's behind the scenes though. Women are very... Yeah, catty. Um, well, I gotta be careful what I say here, but, you, but since you pointed this out to me in recent years, I've noticed with our company and, and yeah. or different organizations that yeah, it's a little different. Guys are just kind of duh out there, whatever. Yep. I can say it because I'm a guy. We just we you tell somebody they suck right to their face. Right. Well, I think guys have a are are I think men are used to just competition amongst each other is a normal thing for them. Women that are competitive and want to do a good job and and are frustrated when people around them don't have that same attitude are perceived as something you know, negative and bad and, and there's, is a, that we could do a whole podcast on that kind of <laughs> well, stuff. Let's but add that to our list. <laughs> I will, but it is a thing. And so, you know, and, and I'm sure any woman that's, and that's any field. So, but how I do want to pick up on something you said before I forget is that it is a real thing. A lot of my travelers are 20 year veterans in the nursing field, have an inc- a crazy amount of experience, have evolved with the times you know, you you force them into a situation where they have to paper chart, and they do it with no sweat, no problem. I can right. chart on sure. paper, versus the five-year-old nurse who doesn't, who's always known epic. Yeah. You know. Right. Um, there is that's a real thing when they come into a setting and there's a younger manager with a lot less experience, and that particular traveler may say, they she may think that she's making a suggest a suggestion of. Have you ever thought of trying to do it this way? Yeah. And they're instantly offended and they're instantly on the shit list and it just doesn't go over well when all they were legitimately trying to do was share their experience. Or maybe help. So, right. I mean, it is delivery sometimes, as we know, emotional intelligence. And so, yeah. So, I mean, but attitude in general yeah. is, is, I think you're right. Mm-hmm. I don't think that's changed since way back in the day when no. I was recruiting. Yeah. That attitude, quote unquote, or lack of attitude, or what would it, what someone considered. But the reason that you're being given from a hospital for a, a traveler to be terminated is frequently their attitude. It's the most common. And, it, and it, we'll talk about this in a minute, but it could be the go-to, just it's the easiest one to not have to qualify. Yeah, so but it's just so it. subjective. Right. I, it's, it's, it, I just, it's a frustrating But, but So I guess reason. with this podcast, I think that travelers should know that. Yeah. You know, that is, from our standpoint, from any standpoint, that is what we are told more often than not. There's a couple others we're going to talk about, but right. I think that the go-to yep. 
And, it, and I'm telling you, there, there are just there are times where that's very legitimate, and there's times where it's complete horseshit. Right. Well, and before we kind of move on to another item, but I, 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 had, I have a, an amazing traveler who's a med surge tele nurse. Biggest, hardest, most loving, God-fearing person ever. She, we used to joke because she used to frequently get terminated because of bad attitude. And finally... Her dad said something to her, why are you letting these people in these travel assignments push you out? Why are you letting them get to you with, with reacting and responding bad? You're a great nurse, stop this. And so she and I eventually, we had to have a lot of conversations about it. She eventually decided that it was her resting bitch face that <laughs> made people think that she was just responding grouchy and, mm -hmm. and that kind of stuff. We literally started practicing the non-resting bitch face. That's how ridiculous it can sometimes be, but it's real. It is, yeah, it is, and, and it's unfortunate, but I guess for those listening out there, know that it's real, and, yeah. and, and it's, it's something that, you know, you kind of have to walk in yeah. Like a chipper son of a bitch. Yeah, like fake <laughs> no for 13 yeah, weeks. Yeah, because I think that's it. So it's just, it's something to notice about. Yeah. All right, um, attendance. attendance. Yeah, yeah, attendance is one of those that we that we see a lot. People, you know, and people get sick. Yeah. Especially in the fall, especially in the spring. I mean, it is, it's a real thing. Yep. And I understand this one. I mean, it's, it's like it or not. If a hospital brings a traveler in, it's because they have a void and they want to keep money and patients, the reverse of that, patients, therefore money in their beds. They need to rely on you. Right, yeah. and if you're sick, they get mad yeah. quickly, <laughs> right? You. They've spent time and money on orientation. Most hospitals still are to the point where they pay us and therefore you yep. for orientation. So if someone's you know sick once every couple of weeks, that's a lot. It is. It doesn't make the assignments don't make sense to anybody. I do see we're like you know she just he just can't be here, so we're going to let him go right away. Right. The bad news is I've seen it without warning. Oh, yeah. Which I don't like because sometimes, no. you know, we see that, you know, okay, there's a 24-hour shift this week and then another it is again. But we kind of assume from an agency standpoint that they're talking. Sure. Another whole entire podcast about the financial repercussions that some agencies imply upon those. Well, we assume that they're talking because we don't hear we don't hear directly from the hospital. And if a vendor doesn't tell <laughs> Until us, Until it says assignment terminated, then you're like, oh, my gosh. Why didn't somebody tell me this? So that's a real thing, and I think just I think the, the lesson for that on today's podcast would be just communicate. Yeah. Let them know, gosh, I'm never sick, but I'm, I got something I'm dealing with. But yep. man, I'm, I'm going to be here. I'll be ready to roll and whatever. I'll make up, or I'll extend my contract by a week or two, or whatever yeah. I have to. But do. I've had travelers that are notoriously sick. Yeah. Yeah. Again, we're going to talk about being a healthy traveler, which is part of it. <laughs> and I think that's a lot of it, right? It you're is, on the road, yeah. you eat bad. You're, you're not yeah. you're not getting enough sleep. You're, you're driving, you're doing whatever, and that's that can be a real thing. So if you're missing work, that that's could be because you're yep. you know you're doing whatever. So um, charting is another one. Mm -hmm. You know where where I've had, and this is kind of one of those things where I think, and it's a tough one to talk about, but I must talk about it anyway. When you're getting to the twilight of your career, there mm -hmm. are times where we have a lot of people say. I, it looks like she's done this system before. She's used you know this system, but she but can't keep up. She can't keep up. He can't keep up. This guy's just not keeping up. Too many questions. And fair or unfair. It's real. It, yeah, it, it really is. And charting is one of those things. If you haven't used the system before, ask during yeah. an interview. During an interview, ask to see if it's you know what's going on. But if it's um, you know if if you're unfamiliar with the charting system or you feel like that charting system is getting too fast for you or you're, or you're not keeping up, mm -hmm. don't take an assignment that has that. That should be one of the questions you're asking what the charting system is. So, mm -hmm. you know, yep. That kind of goes along a little bit with clinical ability. Yeah. That's the other real common one. I mean, people just say, you know, this, this nurse isn't what I thought he or she was. 
uh, when I did the interview. Right. And it's an also kind of an easy go-to because it's hard to prove. Yeah, we've also seen a lot of crappy reasons. I mean, like, I always go back to that poor little ICU nurse who got in trouble because someone died because the crash cart wasn't anywhere near where she could get it, and they blamed her for that. That's and, tough. I mean, they're just... It's just a tough story. Yeah. All it the was way, awful. All the way around, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean... But there are legit clinical issues where, again, well, sure. you're getting you're getting older and you can't keep up. And maybe it's harder to be a med surge nurse and take care of six patients. And maybe, right, you know, it's time to evolve into what's something next different. Your yeah, um, and it's also crap too, right? We've seen really <laughs> good nurses yeah. that that we know kick butt, and all of a sudden this hospital says, "Oh, she's just not up clinically," and you're going. What? Really? Did something happen? Because the hospital she was just at for four assignments in a row, or has repeatedly gone to, can't wait to get her back again. But yeah, you're telling me it is what it is, right? Yeah, so yeah. Hard to kind of figure out. Um, orientation is another thing that we hear when, when people are saying that they haven't, you know, whether it's that the free orientation or whatever, mm-hmm. but just being orientated, if that's the right word, right. properly. I've had. Well, I think it's a legitimate question people should ask about is sort of what's what is your orientation and if you are somebody if you know your learning style and you need a little bit more orientation you should consider if it's a if they're like oh it's a day and then you're on the floor and then you're on your own you know then maybe that's not something you should take if it's maybe one of those that are the long orientations where you're in class a few days and then you're on the floor for a week or whatever i mean kind of goes back into the in the both the both the um it's the Clinical ability and also the charting kind of thing. Where sure. If you're not getting the orientation you need, then maybe those two things That's are what suffers. Right. Or the claim suffers. Yep. All right. The other one, obviously, is drug drug uh, diversion. Mm-hmm. You know, that's thing. It's real. I don't know how much time you need to spend upon it, but. No, but I would say this. Just the nature of travel nurse. Yeah. It'll catch up to you. Travel health care, I think, uh, attracts addicts, especially, because they can take assignments all over the country and they can doctor shop really easily and move on to the next place where they can continue while to doctor that, while shop. While that one license is being terminated, they can still do three or yeah, four Yeah, that's another example, yeah. The Compact mm-hmm. State License, which is one of the reasons why people always say, how come everyone doesn't go to Compact State License? Right. Because there is that checks and balance. Yeah. You know, guys, it's real. Yeah. You know, unfortunately, and there's not much we're going to be able to teach or say in here. If, you, if you're addicted to narcotics or you have a problem or, or are dating or married to somebody that does and you're yeah. doing it that way, which is another thing we see, we have a, a podcast. We'll talk about that. Yeah, it's, it's a, it's a it's good an discussion. Issue. Yep. Here's one I kind of want to spend a little bit of time on, and that is that the reason you're being terminated is because the hospital actually doesn't need you anymore, and they're going to come up with one of the above reasons, typically not the narcotic one. They're not going to go no, that extreme. Yeah. To fire you, basically, yep. right, and say you're not there. Um, listen, we've all been doing this long enough. There isn't anybody listening to this, and I've got, by the way, I've got CEOs of hospitals that have listened to this podcast sure. that I'm friends with. Yep. I've got other CEOs of travel nursing companies. I've got some amazingly, you know, some of the top travel nurses in the country listen to this thing, and mm-hmm. everyone understands that it's garbage. Yep. Just, I just wish they would say, you know what, our census has dropped. Yeah. We don't need you anymore, and we have right. a contract. And I don't know why they're so afraid to do that. I don't know why a nurse manager doesn't just say my... I'm getting told from above admins that I have to cut back and I have to let you go and I'm so sorry. And right. It's, I, just be honest and <laughs> yeah. I think it would help everybody out. But we, I know for a fact, and I know I say that term a lot, that that's real. They come up with one of these reasons and it just does so much damage. It does. 
to me, for everybody, by the way, it does damage on the hospital too, because I don't want to place nurses there anymore. No. If a hospital said, hey, gosh, Mark, you know what? We screwed up and we had this oh, need. Oh, God, I'd be and, all over that. Well, and all of a sudden we don't have the need anymore, but we're really sorry, and, and let's yeah. give her two weeks or him two weeks notice. Right, right. And I would, wow, how refreshing would that be? 100%. You know, and I think that would that reputation would go out, you know, amongst the the group out there that that you know has that, you know, you guys. We'll talk about this in a minute, but we do research hospitals, right? So, yeah. if a hospital is that, so all my friends out there that are higher up in the hospital that I'm connected with on all these different things, <laughs> pay attention to that. Yep. You know, don't have Just your manager. Honest. Yeah, have your manager say, go to us agencies or go to your vendor and say, hey, we, we don't have a need anymore. It's I get it. Yep. Right? I think most travel nurses would be like, man, that sucks. But I get it. But I get it. And if I'm giving me a chance to go find another position with my current company or another company, then that's that's awesome. Right. I would think that they would respect that a lot more. Yeah. But unfortunately, guys and gals, you guys know, there's terminations that aren't even legit. Right. Because the census has dropped or they just over sure. overhired or, or over and they got something permanently. Who knows yep. what? And there are more hospitals. It just stinks. Hospitals get a reputation. There's... All a lot, of, a lot of hospitals that do that more than others, I guess, is well, what I'm trying to say. You and I both know there are places that I, I do not yep. place for right. because they do it all the time. Yep. So, I mean, they don't care. I'm just one you know, company. Yep. Other companies do. But I, I do believe that over time, if more and more of these agencies say, the heck with you, I mean, why would we do that to a nurse? I mean, you know, be honest, I would place there all day long and I would say, I love this house because of this reason. Mm-hmm. But when they do this, and, and, for, and all these great nurses that work for us are mysteriously being terminated for one reason or the other, or the same mm-hmm. reason, yes. you're just done. You forget. Well, and travelers, before we move on, will make, they, obviously we all know they talk. And, you know, I've had a lot of Thank travelers, I've had a lot of travelers remind nurse managers, perm nurse managers that, you know, we all talk. And if you keep canceling people, no one's going to want to come here. And, you know, we talk to each other. And well, the, ones, the educated ones listening to Travel Nurse Insider's podcast more. It's going to be the ones that aren't, that aren't smart enough right. listen to this podcast that are going to do it. <laughs> so I guess here's what I, what I would say is really consider the assignment. Yep. When I, what I mean by that is... All aspects. Yeah, and let's talk about those aspects. So let's first of all, you know, good example. I, I, oh, I can't wait to go out to the middle of Colorado. I'm going to go out to Aspen or Vail. I'm just using some of those examples because I, I love to ski. But have you considered the fact that it's absolutely freaking freezing there, right? Sometimes, yeah. It's, it's a high cost of living. It's, it's Scary driving. Yes, it's all that stuff. It's <laughs> yep. a bunch of people packed into an area all the time. It's a bunch of tourists, right? Yep. So, no matter, that's just one example of what I'm it saying, is, but, yeah. but really think about it. Do you really want to go there? Oh, I really love rural hospitals. And you've chosen a hospital out in the middle of nowhere and you get there and there's nothing to do and you're miserable. Yep. All these things come into play with your attitude. <laughs> yeah, very much. So, you know, I, you know, so there's that aspect of it. Mm-hmm. But here's the other thing. Nurses are great, and I've been saying nurses, but travelers are yeah. great mm-hmm. at researching the agency they're working yep. for. Beat us up all day long. They're going to research, research, research. Great. They're yeah. going to believe every you know, terrible thing that's said about a company and sure. every great thing. But what they don't do is they don't research the actual facility very much. No. And that should happen more often. It should, yeah. There are people, there are facilities out there that you should be saying, what has your experience been at XYZ facility? Mm-hmm. You'll be amazed at what your fellow travelers will teach you out there. Now, again, take it with a grain of salt. Well, also be careful that you're comparing apples to apples because if you're a PACU nurse and you're talking to a med surge nurse, that, and that might be completely different. So you do have to take that and try to talk to people with similar specialties on that floor. It's an excellent point because obviously we've learned that yep. each unit has its own personality. Yep. Based upon <laughs> oftentimes 
the management of that personality. So really right. good point. Yeah. But there are also hospitals and facilities that just notoriously have a bad mm-hmm. reputation. So mm-hmm. my, my, my thing for you guys out there is research it. As heavily as you do the companies that you're, the agencies of travel nursing and travel companies are going to be working with, research the facility as well. Do you remember the, the time that the one nurse called me and said, I'm, uh, and, and you're not going to believe this, I'm transferring medications through a, a what are those things called? A dumbwaiter? Yeah, dumbwaiter. She made the up and down move. <laughs> no. Dumbwaiter, yeah, you don't remember that? God, you know, I'm getting so old, I don't remember half this stuff. Yeah. <laughs> I do remember the the ER nurse that was on the roof of a hospital in Alaska that had the fl- a flare in each hand helping the, the helicopter land. Yes. And because they were trying to, they had gas tanks up there or something crazy. So she's like, I got flares in my hand. There's there's cans of gas around uh, for whatever reason. I don't, know if it was, I don't think it was for the helicopter. They take special gas, but... There was gas cans around for something, and she's like, I just kind of felt like, wait a minute, wait a minute. What am I doing here? So, yeah, we hear it all. But research the facility. Definitely do. I would say research the vendor. So, if you can, if you, a recruiter will let you know. Well, I you think should. most people will. But, but I, I, when I, I say, don't know When I say that. vendor, I'm also talking about system, right? Sure. There are certain systems in the country that I've had nurses say, I will not work for that system. Yeah. That hospital system. It's a big one. Yeah. Well, it can be, right? Mm-hmm. So there are nurses that say, I won't work for here. And they're judging the whole thing, but their history and their their experience has said that every time I've gone to work for this hospital system, I've had a problem with it. Yeah. So find out what those problems are with other people have had before you go jumping right in. Mm-hmm. Because it's the same kind of thing is that eventually hospitals do get a reputation or say hospital systems that they do things a certain way. Yeah. Their philosophy is a certain way. And... It may or may not be cohesive with what a nurse or a traveler wants and to experience. And speaking as somebody who's, you know, taught recruiters and, and that kind of stuff, I think that it, a good recruiter will, before you're ever even submitted to a system like that, maybe you don't even know anything about that, but you, you should be told this is what you should expect. If I submit you and you get this job, this is what you're going to go through. This is what their well, credentialing you're process about credentialing is. Primarily, this right? is, you right. know, it's going to it's going to be a nightmare, and yeah, you're going to blame me, and you're going to blame my company. But it's not. But, but but pause for a minute. Let's really make sure that people understand that. There are certain vendors that have huge requirements for yeah. not only credentialing. Mm-hmm. We've had vendors that many many travelers have said they can't stand the timekeeping system through yeah. them, mm-hmm. and that they're constantly getting screwed out of money for 50 minutes here or there yeah. because their system is horrible. They you know they clock in clock out procedure. Right. So we're talking about credentialing. We're talking about I guess you know what about you know the pre-credentialing where you have to sure. take all these tests and spend all this time of your own time just unpaid, to get an interview unpaid to either get an interview or to, <laughs> or to even start and it's not paid so right. all these things come into play yep what i'm saying is research this as much as you are other aspects of the travel exactly industry because the, the truth is yeah from my standpoint there could be more issues with the facility and the actual system or vendor than there could be with the difference between an agency. Well, and that leads us into our next topic, which was the agency. Well, I mean, yeah, I mean, everybody, pre- and the way you research an agency, I think, is more than just Googling, more than just getting on Facebook, you know, and looking at it. Some of those are biased. A lot of the, this company is great, I work for them, I do this, you know, I think you should be careful. Take it with a grain of salt what you see on Facebook, I think, I truly believe the best way to do it is pick up the phone and start talking to recruiters at different companies. And that, this, again, could be another whole podcast. But, but it should be. At the end of the day, I do think that there is, 
you know, if you hear great things repeatedly about a company, I would tend to believe those. If you hear horrible things about a company repeatedly, I would tend to believe those too. I wouldn't necessarily take one thing over the other, but you know, it is kind of the thing. I'm drinking water. My eyes is making sure, noise. Sure, sure. Sorry. <laughs> so I think that could be part of it. Is that? You know, but I, I don't know if you spend a lot of time. People research no. agencies really well anyway. But research facilities and vendors just, just no. It's much. harder to research those things. But I, I would agree. Right. All right. So speaking of agencies, it's interesting to to, to see, and I wanted to just bring this up. Is that I'm always blown away at. What nurses tell me is the is their agency's reaction when they get terminated for whatever reason. Mm-hmm. And I'm just going to throw this out there and say this to people. I think the way an agency reacts to your termination says everything about that agency. Yep. And what I mean by that is, listen, I've got people I can't work with. They've, they've been terminated three or four times and it makes no more sense. Was I may like them as a person. But truly, it's a point where why am I continuing to put this person in front of a facility? Because I know they're going to terminate it, and it makes us look bad. Because yes. hospitals do blame us, and vendors do blame us, right? Yeah. Yeah. However, it's amazing how many nurses will say, I kicked butt for this, for this agency for two years. I got terminated because, you know, I, they I said I had my, a bad attitude. Yeah, and all of a sudden the agency won't work with me anymore. Yeah. Come, come say hi to me, because I'll talk to you. But, I, you know, you, you got to look at everything individually. You do, case by case. But... You, we've heard nurses that have said and travelers that have said, I did one thing and my agency's turned their back at me. It's like, mm-hmm. wow. So, but no, I guess for our, not to be self-promoting, our, our, the, the, the answer to that is be aware of that, right? Mm-hmm. So try not to be terminated. If you like your company, mm-hmm. they could be in a situation where you get terminated once and you're not going to work for them again. Right. That sucks. And it may not be your recruiter's fault. It may be the, I mean, it probably isn't. It's going to be the orders from higher above. Know that there should, there's at least going to, any company's going to have a, a process, I would hope, in which if it happens repeatedly, you're yeah. not going to be with them anymore. So just right. know that that's real. Mm-hmm. We, get, we get great nurses all the time. Right. And you're, and you're kind of like, whoa, this, this nurse is awesome. Yep. And else you find out, well, I can't work for this system. I can't <laughs> yeah. work for these top, you know, biggest companies in the country anymore, which <laughs> right. means I can't work for any of their vendor management things. So I'm pretty much limited to... But I still want to make... Tons of money. <laughs> right. And so you're like, wow, so what's going on? So they burnt their bridge with, with a lot of people. Yeah. And it's amazing how there's a lot of people out there that don't think that's real. And the ones that have it happen to them, they're like, no, it's real because I literally am limited to 50% of the assignments out in the country or maybe even more so mm-hmm. because I literally have been blackballed yeah. by a vendor, by a system, mm-hmm. by an agency or a handful of agencies. And uh, I just want people to understand that that does happen. It's real. Yep. So every time a recruiter asks you for a social security number to submit, that's what they're checking. Well, the recruiter may not be, but the, the vendor. Uh, yeah, is. no, I mean, yeah, the, the vendor. vendor is. The vendor is going through yep. to say, "Is this person work for any place we've worked for before, and have they been terminated?" Yep, that's and why. We had it the other day. Had a great yep. nurse, unbelievable nurse. Yeah. And I went to put her into a certain system, and she was a do not use. Yeah. And I went, wow, because we had to put her in her date of birth. And pull her up, ready to submit her to a, a really cool, high-paying job. Yep. Had to call her, say, can't put you in front of that one. I can put you in front of these other three, but that one's out. It was the best paying of all of them. Sure. Just happened to be. Mm-hmm. And it was a bummer. So yes. I'm like, that's that's what happens when you, you know, I don't know what it was. We don't. She could have walked off an assignment. She could have been terminated. She could have accepted assignment and then not taken it. Well, I would say this. That particular vendor does give people a chance when they get terminated or 
they give them a chance to go through a process with that vendor and kind of write something up, speak for themselves. Yeah. They send it to our little review committee. Right. I would suggest if something like that, you get an opportunity to do that. It is worth your time, even though you may Fight. be angry Fight. and upset. Yeah, it's worth going through that process to not be blackballed. I think you should, if you believe that you were terminated illegitimately, I think you should call and try to fight for that. Yeah. I really do. Well, so, like I said, especially that particular vendor, which I think is cool, they have a process that you can go through. And, and I, even though you may, may be mad, it's worth going through the process. It, it is. Right, right. I would agree. So the bottom line is that there, there is a long-term effect to, be, to repeatedly being terminated. And yeah. I, I just say, I would end this podcast this way, guys. You got to look in the mirror. I mean, yeah. if you're being repeatedly terminated, maybe you need to. Maybe you need to take something that is a lower, you know, acuity. Mm-hmm. Maybe you need to, you know, go to a charting system that you're more familiar with. If you're at a point in your career where, you know, let's just be honest, you're slowing down a little bit. It, mm-hmm. it could be time to move your specialty into something that's less fast-paced. Mm-hmm. Go to a facility that's less fast-paced. You know, all that kind of stuff. But if you have a bad attitude, recognize it. I've always said I don't mind people that have bad attitudes, just as long as you can. You know, hide it for the betterment of your job, right? And your right. employment. Yep. Sometimes you got to bite the bullet. It's yep. hard. You got to bite your tongue and say, "I'm not going to talk back to this nurse manager, even though I really want to, because I know mm-hmm. ten times more than he or she does." I'm going to fix my resting bitch face. <laughs> fix your resting bitch face. Can you please fix your resting bitch face. Right? All of that is important, and I think that that's kind of the the, the idea of this thing is that ending it this way. Everyone's going to get terminated as a travel nurse eventually, as a traveler, mm-hmm. no matter what you what your specialty is. It will happen to you once. It'll happen to you. Mm-hmm. Recognize it. Take it with a grain of salt. If it's legitimate, fix the issue mm-hmm. on your part. If it's not, you know, then press on. But if it happens more than once, maybe you have to, you know, recognize that maybe it is more legitimate than you think. But there is, you know, if, if you're doing this as a travel nurse, you sometimes have to recognize that I've got to change a little bit about me in order to play the game. Yep. And let's play the game because playing the game allows you to make more money and see more things. And sometimes yeah. that just you have to do. So it is, yeah. All right, guys. Hope this was helpful. Really appreciate what you know what you guys are doing with this podcast. I, I'm just liking it. We had no idea this would be a value, but we're going to do it anyway. And it's turning out that a lot of folks are giving us some feedback that is a value. And by the subscription or the what's the what's the word when people subscribe. subscribe. That's subscription, I guess, right? Yes. Okay. <laughs> to the podcast that's working. So and, and I would say yes for everybody who keeps saying, when are you going to videotape these? Mark just keeps forgetting to bring in the cord. Yeah, there's a certain cord so you need to build. You can make comments, I think, on yeah. podcasts. Remind them to bring in the cord you if go. you really want to see the videos. Otherwise, follow us, follow on, us yep, on Twitter, our Facebook group, Travel Nurse Insiders. Instagram, LinkedIn, and you were, we're, we're, on, Holly, we're on Reddit Mark now. Holly, Reddit, yeah. Yep. There's a lot of platforms. We're so. out there everywhere. We're trying to get the information out for you guys to, again, the more you listen to, the more you watch. The more think, you learn, the more you know. Well, we think the better traveler you're going to be because of it, right? Yep. You're going to be, I guess, a little bit better armed to be able to, if the whole we can change the industry with this stuff if people yeah. really start to figure out how to be a great traveler. Yep. Yep. Great traveler. Thanks, guys.